Welcome to the first, and uh, this is the first podcast, man. Um, welcome to um, just another podcast with me, your host, Duel. Um, yeah, man, this is this is a long time coming. Uh, I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for subscribing. Uh, you know, I haven't really promoted this like that, but um. I don't I don't know how to start it. But yeah, I just wanted to to just go all in, man. But welcome back to my not welcome back, but welcome to my first and ever like podcast video. Um sorry if the like the quality is a little off or something. Um I'm still trying to figure things out. Um so yeah, let's let's jump right into it, man. Um So I wanna start this podcast off by just saying like why why I'm doing this, you know. Um I feel like uh I feel like this is I I really want this to become like a real life outlet for people. Um, not just for myself but for uh people my age, younger people. This is this is gonna be definitely be for for everybody, um, young or old. You know, um, we're gonna try to like keep the cursing to a minimum, but I can't control everything. But yeah, um, that's the that's really the main reason why I really wanted to start a podcast. You know, me personally, I listen I listen to podcasts all all day, so. Um, I really wanted to be like real authentic, real friendly, positive. I'm sorry if you hear that in the background. Um, but yeah, uh, I really want this podcast to be real honest, honest and open. Um, and like, you know, like it's just, it's just another podcast. Like we ain't going to be doing too much. We ain't going to be doing too little. Um, a little bit about myself. Um, I am 25. Yikes, I'm old. I know. Um, but yeah, uh, 25. I recently just graduated Westchester University. Um, I really wanted to. The reason, another reason why I'm starting this is because I want to be like creative. Damn, I hit the camera. Um, I really want to be like creative in the best way I can be. So I feel like doing a podcast is is another way of being <clears throat> creative. Um that's how I look at it. Um what else? What else I got on here? Okay, so what do you what will you be expecting? I'm sorry for looking at I'm looking at my notes. Uh what is to be expected of this show or this podcast? Um I want to, like I said earlier, like, I want it to be friendly. I want um, my friends going to be on here. Um, I don't know about family. But um, (laughs) I'm being honest, y'all. Friends. uh, I'm going to interview people. um, But as of right now, it's just, y'all just got me. So um, tune in. Uh. 
yeah <laughs> tune in for future episodes i got i got i got stuff um like playing that i that i got uh coming for y'all um so um okay this another question is was this podcast easy to start um a little bit of yes and no um learning the equipment and learning um what to do or not to do so yeah um that part has a part to play and i'm sorry if y'all hear that me move the mic um but yeah uh it is it's it's all right starting it so far i mean it's not nothing crazy uh i didn't spend a whole lot of money on equipment um i probably spent like a cool 75 but we can get into that in another video um so i got some segments um i got some segments and stuff um we got some topics we're going to talk about uh so for real, for real, what this podcast is going to be about we're going to be talking about sports if y'all if y'all listen to the trailer y'all already know but um we're going to be talking about sports entertainment um not too heavy, not too crazy with the topics, but um, for right now, the first segment, we're going to get into the first segment, first segment number one. So this first segment is my take. So basically, I'm just giving my take on stuff um, from what I see over the week on Twitter or social media or anything, just in the, the normal day life, you know I mean? So let's let's get right into it um so the first topic i'm pretty sure like if you keep up with sports you know you done heard it everywhere um ben simmons you know so i feel like with with, with the whole and if you don't know the whole situation with ben simmons it's like how can i put it um so basically last last summer he was a no call no show in the retail world and when it came down to the fourth quarter you know he just wasn't there um and one play that that people obviously talk about is um how he was going up for a dunk he spun off his defender went up for a dunk and um gave the ball to Matisse <clears throat> And you know, Philly fans ain't really ain't really like that, man. Uh, I I didn't <laughs> like you. You had the the basket right there, wide open. Um, I don't know why you decided to give the ball up in that at that at that time. Like, um, and then after the game, you know, everybody's pointing fingers at Doc, everybody's pointing fingers at Joel for basically saying that like, you know, like he um he's a scapegoat in the and I guess you can say. Um I don't think he is, but uh, you know, he definitely um need to like work on his game. 
And this week has been media week. And, you know, Joel been talking. I ain't going to say crazy, but Joel been talking this week. Um, and I feel like, like Joel has been, like, really open and honest about the whole situation. Um, yesterday he talked about... Uh, uh, he felt like how like the the whole situation with Ben and the Sixers is disrespectful, you know. Um, I think it's disrespectful, you know. Uh, like like for real, like how you just gonna how you just gonna leave your like team like that? And they were supposed to fly out there. That's what the reports say. Um, he was supposed to fly out there. And hold on. I had to yawn real quick. I'm sorry. I had a long day at work. But all the Sixers, mainly mainly the, the core Sixers members, are supposed to get on a private jet and fly out there to, to talk to Ben, you know, see if they can get him off the ledge, you know. Like, he basically told them a couple weeks ago, listen, nigga, I ain't coming. I ain't coming to that joint. Like, I, I'm be I'm be completely honest. We, we ain't sliding out there. No, nah, we ain't doing it. I don't want to be no Sixers. I'm, I'm I'm tired of dealing with the fans. So and yeah, that's another thing. You mean he he blamed he blamed the fans, he blamed the organization, he blamed oh he don't want to play with Joel no more. Um. So and and you know this week Joel had some clapbacks for him, not clapbacks, but like responses, like you know. We catered to you. We ain't, they ain't catered to me. Um, and I think another thing which is disrespectful is like, you know, they extended, they gave you a contract. Um, and what did you, what, like, you didn't do, like, you didn't show any improvement. The people in your class did, but you didn't. Um, so it's like, what are they supposed to do? And then, like, some people like to bring up the whole, um, oh, they was trading for James Harden and he was in the package. What you expect? <laughs> like, for real, like, what, like, what you really expect? If we really sit here talking about um, how, you know, getting getting someone who's 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 a top five scorer and comparing them I mean and pairing them with Joel, you know. Um that makes sense to me. And, you know, you got someone like Ben Simmons who's scared to shoot. I'm not gonna i I'm not gonna sit up here and say that he can't shoot. He's scared to shoot. I don't know if you're I don't know if he's scared to miss or what or whatever the the case may be. But like he's scared you can tell like and and even though you can look back in all the all the the what's the word i'm looking for can't remember in all the videos you mean he were he do it in the summer he work hard in the summer you mean we ain't we ain't question that we we not questioning him putting in the work on the summer but when it come to the court, you know, you, you you don't do nothing on the floor. Now, game seven, I'm not going to lie, like, you know, fourth quarter, 
it was a couple it was a couple situations where you know doc drove up not not decent plays um where he could have got better looks but um at the same time when you go back and look at those plays joel figured it out for him you mean he got that bucket that they needed um Tobias is is I think Tobias is is someone who um can definitely play with. I feel like the Sixers don't need to move him. I feel like the Sixers uh did it got did a good job of getting him. I I forget uh who they I forgot who they traded from. Um but yeah, in my opinion, I think the year when they had Jimmy Tobias uh everybody like that whole JJ that whole that whole starting five was nice um but yeah I feel like the Sixers dropped the ball when they let I don't I wouldn't say there's another there's like well Joel talked about this this week he was saying how like the Sixers chose Ben over Jimmy I don't think that was the case I really think um that the Sixers chose Brett Brown over Jimmy. Um, just hearing some like some of the stuff that Jimmy said back then, like when like when that started off. Um, so yeah, I really feel like that was the case, not them choosing Ben over um, Jimmy, because when it came to the playoffs, um, they took the ball out of Ben's hand. Which is kind of wild, but I blame that on Brett. Um, but yeah, back to the the fast forward up until now. Um, I feel as though Ben Ben is doing a lot. Um, you can blame the fans, you can blame the organization, but you won't blame yourself. And I honestly feel like he should he should speak up about it. You mean instead of like just saying, "Oh, your camp said this, my camp said that," um, but I feel like uh, you know he should get out in the f- forefront and say something. Now it's kind of crazy that a lot of people didn't know who his agent was, which is Rich Paul. You know, Rich Paul is connected to LeBron, and and Clutch Sports got a whole bunch of people over there: Zach Levine, Tyrese Maxey. Um, they had Nerlens Noel, but he um, let let uh, Rich Paul go. Um, I think Alonzo was over there, or he might be over there with Rock Nation. I'm not sure, but they got a whole bunch of people over in Clutch Sports, from basketball to football to to baseball. They might have some people in baseball. I gotta look it up, but um, yeah, I think. They got a solid group over there, and um, I feel like some things ain't true. I always take, I always take things with a grain of salt, and um, yeah, because I feel like, I feel like, um, especially anytime, anytime the media puts something out. With basketball players and stuff like that, I take it with a grain of salt because you know 
I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't say like you know stuff isn't true until the player come and speak up about it. So hold on. Just my mic. <clears throat> so yeah. Like I don't think hold on my fault, y'all. Alright. Um I, I like I that's how I honestly feel. Like I feel like the stuff that the media put out, you gotta take it with a grain of salt. Um the lawsuit that uh that Rich Paul is facing right now with Nerlens about the whole like um money thing about with the whole like so basically what he what the whole lawsuit is is that Nerlens Noel was at this time it was like a few years back probably like three three years back or two years back um Nerlens was a free agent and a lot of teams was calling about him the Sixers put an offer in to bring him back to Philly to be a backup to Joel. And I believe the story goes that Nerlens got in contact or he saw Brett or something like that. Or Brett Brown called him. And it was like they had words where I'm sorry if y'all if y'all hear them kids in the back. No, there's kids. Um it, it was the whole like you know, um, oh my gosh, yo, that's why you can't record in the daytime, hear planes and stuff, I don't know if y'all can hear them, but I hear kids yelling, planes flying, stuff like that, but, um, yeah, so, where was that, um, Nerlens, uh, was getting offers, not just by the Sixers, but from a few other teams, and, from what I read, it make it, it it mainly seemed like you know, Rich Paul was saying no to certain people or wasn't answering the phone for Nerlens, and the Sixers was trying to get a hold of Rich Paul, and you know they wanted to offer him a certain amount. Of, I forget the, the amount of money, but they wanted to offer him that, and um. He did not answer. Like, he was not answering the phone call. So, basically, he wound up that year signing a deal for, like, really, really cheap. And a lot of people in the NBA world was, like, surprised that he did that. Um. So, yeah, I got on this. I got on the whole Rich Paul thing for because uh, I wanted to talk about how. Dang. I don't know why I got on this topic, but, uh, yeah, so Ben Simmons is, uh, has an agent named by Rich Paul, who, uh, is like the head of Clutch Sports. Um, so I got to this point because I really think that, I don't know who in Ben here, but I was talking to a couple guys at work and, um, Rich Paul should like say something to Ben or, you know, Brian should say something to Ben. Um but yeah, you know, Stephen A. Smith said something to uh Stephen A. Smith said something. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up and let me show if I can uh I saw it on Twitter this week. Um 
I'll be on I'll be on Twitter heavy. But um yeah, so he he should really like say something to Ben because it's really it's really getting out of hand. Um I feel like all these reports is just going out of the it's just coming out of nowhere. And I feel like uh they need to get in front of this and control and, and control the story. You know, uh the Sixers had Media Day Monday and um they asked the question and like why is Ben asking for a trade? And you can tell like on a face they I'm also taking this with a grain of salt too. But you can tell they don't really, and he said it, Doc Doc said it, it was like, we don't really know the reason why. So, in my opinion, I feel like, I'm sorry, my take on it is that uh, he continuously is like changing, changing it every time, like the reasoning why. Now, they haven't spoke to Ben personally. Like, I'm talking about the Sixers organization, like Doc and Daryl. Um, and the last time I think they talked was probably, like, early early August. Um, right now we are in um, October. It's October 1st. Hey, first of the month podcast. Uh, I can't find a video where Stephen A. Smith was going off. Oh man, I messed up his name. Um. All right, here. We, oh wait, hold on, no, not that, not that, not that. I'm sorry. I'm gonna find it, y'all. I'm gonna find it. Give me, give me a second. Oh, all right, here we go. You should feel compelled to make up to the fans in Philadelphia how you performed in the series against the Atlanta Hawks rather than running away from Philadelphia. You should want to run back to Philadelphia. And I'll tell you why, if you Ben Simmons, why you should want to run back. Because my brother, Ben Simmons, if you are watching, you are literally a jump shot away from being LeBron James 2.0. If this brother hits 70 to 75% of his free throws, he is so special at 6'10", with those ball handling and passing skills, that basketball IQ, combined with his defensive prowess, this brother is an elite talent that could be a superstar in this league. And as a person that wrote in Philadelphia for 17 years, as a college writer and then an NBA writer and then an NBA columnist before I became a general sports columnist. I'm telling you right now, there I couldn't find three places in America better to be a star in than the city of Philadelphia in terms of a fan base that will come out and ride and die with you so long as you that dude. You understand? AI is a testament to that. AI never won a championship. When have you ever heard somebody talking about AI negatively when it comes to his heart. He's a warrior. I mean, he was a he was he was a man operating in the land of giants. And the number one element, it wasn't a crossover. It wasn't how he danced on people. It wasn't him jumping above. 
rim, it damn sure wasn't a defensive prowess or him pulling up the Jays or averaging even 28 to 30. What they loved about AI most was that he was a warrior. You knew he wasn't yeah. scared of a damn soul. And he didn't run from Philadelphia. He was like, let's go. Give me the run. All right. So um, with that being said, uh, do y'all do y'all like, I ain't gonna ask y'all how y'all feel about Ben because I already know how y'all feel about Ben. <laughs> um and I think uh the comments that Joel made this past week uh kinda cemented you mean that it's over. You mean I don't I personally don't think that he's coming back. Um so today uh he was supposed to get um I think Eight point something million. Let's just round it off. He was supposed to get eight million a day, uh, based off his contract, what it says in his contract. Um, but he didn't show up to training camp. They have a game on either Monday or Tuesday. Uh, it's a preseason game. Um, and he's still in LA. So, uh, with that being said, uh, I feel like as though you have to move on from him. Um, I do feel as though everything that Stephen A. Smith said was 100% true. Uh, but he, he he definitely needs to shoot the ball. I see you doing it in warm-ups. I see you doing it in open runs. What is holding you back from doing it in the game where you play pickup in the summer and you're playing – against people who you normally play with against like in the regular season so like what's the difference I, I is it like a psychological thing where you you think you're gonna miss and they gonna boo you no they're gonna boo you if you if you don't shoot the ball and there's been numerous times where you did that in philly but um i really think i've been hearing rumors about denver uh michael porter jr just signed that crazy contract i know that don't start until next year but um yeah uh you got jamal murray now i don't know how i feel about the fit for denver but either one of them players fit for i feel like at this point you know player for player like player for player and you know another person who got a lot of flack over not showing up in the playoffs but who's with their team right now cj mccollum CJ McCollum got roasted on Twitter. Like he, he they killed him on Twitter. But um guess where he's at? He's at training camp. Um unlike some people. Uh but yeah, I really feel as though like he he you know like how Joel said this weekend. Um you know, you got to take that next step and I really think that he should take that next step in his game. Um to be with some of your peers, you know, Giannis, I now, I used to really defend Ben 24-7, I used to defend him at work, I used to defend him in group chats, I used to defend him on Twitter, um, until game seven, <laughs> game seven showed me, yeah, stop doing that, and I remember one time I was at work, and I was talking to two of my coworkers, and I said, Ben Simmons and Giannis is 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 the same player. And they almost crucified me for that. 
And I like a hundred percent believe that. Like you know, like Ben Simmons, he has all the tangibles as Giannis. I feel like I feel like him and Giannis and Ben is the same player, but the difference with Giannis is he got heart. He got heart. Game, I forget how many games they went. I think maybe six, seven, um, in the finals. But Giannis showed up. The last game where it was on the line for them to win a championship, I'm pretty sure he only missed, if I'm not mistaken, he missed two free throws. And he attempted, I'm going to say he attempted 18 and made 15. Wait, I'm sorry. That's that's bad math. I'm dumb. Um, But, yeah, it was it was somewhere around that area. I forget the, the, the stat line for that. But he got heart. Like and and a lot of people say that Ben is in it for the money. I'm not gonna say that. So, because um, I don't know him personally. But I really feel like he do need self reflection. With that being said, um that is my take on the whole Ben sit the Ben Simmons situation. Um I'm not about to drag it out uh I'm, I'm tired of hearing about it I'm, like that is one of the topics of philly that I'm, I'm just tired of talking i'm just tired of hearing about it like it's so annoying it's so annoying um anywho on to my take of marvel situation now for those that you don't know there is two stories floating out about Marvel. Yes, I'm a Mar- I'm I'm kind of you can say I'm kind of a a Marvel geek, I can say. I'm really tired. Um I watch all the Marvel drones. Um All right, so yeah, um like I was saying, uh yeah, so you can say I'm kind of a Marvel nerd. Um, I watched all the Marvel movies. Um, who, uh, I think I don't really have, I I do have a favorite one, favorite character, uh, is between like Hawk, Thor, um, Iron Man. Yeah. I feel like those, those are cool, cool dudes that I, I like in that joint. Um, but yeah, so Marvel is facing... Well, they just got done out of one situation. Um, So, I'm going to hit y'all with the first one. So, the first situation was uh, Scarlett Johansson. I believe that's her name. She plays Black Widow. And she, when when Black Widow movie first came out, you know, it was... What, when I forget when it came out. July... So yeah, it came out in July. If I'm if I'm if I'm wrong, don't don't kill me for it. Um, so it came out in July, and they Disney put it on Disney Plus, and without her, like without it being in her contract, because it wasn't supposed to be like that. Um, it was supposed to be you know just she in her contract it. it it was just like, you know, it's gonna be on um it's gonna it's gonna go to the movies. This is gonna be strictly for the movies. And that was a way to get people back out to the movie theaters. So 
AMC, Regal, all them, yada yada. Um, so people was not going to not. I'm not gonna say not going to the movies, but a lot of people decided, hey, it's on Disney Plus. Why go to the movies and spend between thirty and a hundred and thirty dollars? You know, depending on how many tickets and if you got kids, you got to take them and all that. Yada 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 yada. Um, but so they was like, you know, we might as well just stay in the crib and watch it on the TV at the crib. So a lot of people were watching it from home. And when she found that out, you know, she like, yo, Disney, like, what's up? What's up with that, John? Like, I need all that bread back. That y'all and y'all, and they made a nice change. They they made a nice piece of change off of that. I think they made a couple M's. Not even a couple M's. They made like fifty M's. I think off of that. But um, they went to court, um, and it was settled today. And she got, I think she got a, she got like forty million off of that. Just it was like a back end deal. So. Um, I'm glad that's resolved, and I hope that she can, like, I hope that ain't no, like, bad, bad blood, even though her character is dead in the current time. Her character's dead. But I hope that doesn't, like, oh, here come, come on with the planes, man. That's a helicopter living in Philly, I tell you. Um, But, yeah, uh, I really think that she, I hope, I hope, uh, that doesn't stop her, like, from repraising her role and stuff like that. You know, stop her from doing other Marvel Black Widow stuff. Um, so, yeah. Um, the other situation is them being sued or them suing Stan Lee and another guy. Basically, the guys that created um, Spider-Man, Thor, Hawk. Uh, Captain America, Hawkeye, oh my gosh, it's Stan Lee and another guy, but, um, Doctor Strange, so, basically, from what I read, the article that I read, um, they are in a kind of, like, one side is saying, you know, we want the rights to these characters because we don't get we don't get paid because we created them. The other side is saying, um, no, you're not getting a piece of anything. But I feel as though my take on it is that, you know, people didn't want a piece of Marvel until Disney and Kevin Feige got a piece of it. And it was like, and Kevin Feige took that joint and really, he really made that John be something. Like, if he didn't, uh, if he didn't have like a whole master plan with it, it probably wouldn't have been the the same what it what what it was what it is today. So, um, yeah, I hope that I hope that gets resolved. You mean if if it's if it's really true that they family ain't getting no bread from it from None of the movies from off of the characters that they people that they pops made or grandpops made, um, then I mean y'all y'all should cut them Marvel Marvel Disney y'all should cut these niggas a check or something, cause these niggas out here starving. But yeah, that's my take on the whole Marvel thing.
Um, in other news, my take on the whole R. Kelly situation. So R. Kelly just got done. Uh, I'm sorry if y'all heard that. I was dropping my phone. So R. Kelly just got done um, being in trial. He was in trial for a couple weeks. And they found him guilty. And just like the Boondocks episodes, niggas was outside singing his songs. A lot, a lot of you not. Niggas was outside singing his songs. Tom Marks on Free R. Kelly. Um, there's a whole... I'm not going to say everything that, that happened in the courtroom. Because there's a whole lot of stuff that you don't know. That you that you didn't know, honestly, that that took place. Um, it, it, he's wild. Like, <laughs> bruh. Like, I did not know that he was that type of bull. Um, and will I, like, stop listening to his music? Um, I don't know. Uh, you know, some people be saying, you know, you should listen to him. Hey, um, I might not turn him on in the car, but now if I'm at a cookout or something or, or a party and they turn him on, I'm not going to be standing still and just not say nothing with my mouth closed. I might hum it. Um, if same girl come on, I gotta sing my heart out to that. <laughs> to that one, I'm sorry, y'all. But um, yeah, R. Kelly is really out of pocket, man. Like he, it's just numerous reports of just him just doing foul stuff, bro. Like. He's wild. Like y'all, y'all look it up on your own time. But that—that's my take on it. He—he—he he, he a drawling bull. Um. So the next topic that I wanted to talk about was Derek Chauvin. Um. He is appealing his case. Yeah. The the guy. And for those that don't know. Derek Chauvin is the guy who murdered uh, George Floyd. Um, and, um, you know, when I, when I read up, when I read up on his article, uh, it's, it's still not surreal, but you know, it kind of like sting a little bit for him to do this, and I'm not even a part of the family. Um, I feel as though like it's really a slap in the face, and the reason why he's appealing his case, um, which I really don't think he's gonna win, but you know, I'm not. I was gonna say something, but I'm not. Um. So one, he's out of money. That's that's one. He's going to defend himself. That's two. Um, the reason why he's defending himself, or the reason why he's appealing his case, is because of he seen a lot of uh. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of evidence that don't really. 
in his eyes, he is like it's it's a lot of shadiness going on. So he feels as though like that's wrong, um, and he didn't get a fair trial. So he's gonna appeal that, and you know, and who knows, he might get less. He, it all depends on the judge. Now, I'm gonna keep reading on this story. I'm gonna follow up on it. Um, anything that uh, that I like, I find about it. I I really took a lot of this podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. That's my take on it. <laughs> um. But yeah, I really, I really, I spent a lot of time talking about Ben Simmons. Um, but this is also my first podcast episode, man. Like, uh, that's crazy. That's really crazy, man. Um, I'm really out here living my dream. Um, this is a dream of mine. Um, to do my own podcast. I'm gonna have friends. Um, on this joint. Uh, so. The one thing I didn't talk about in the beginning was um, when I'm going to upload. So the audio, for real, I'm going to give y'all an episode every week. Um, no matter if I'm tired, no matter if whatever. Um, I'm going to definitely give y'all an episode every week. I look kind of dark. Um, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the camera. But... For the YouTube, the video part of the podcast, um, it might be up Monday. Uh, who knows? We'll see. I'm still trying to figure out a um, time frame of like how, like when to record it, when to post it. But yeah, so this is my first and ever podcast. And if you made it this far, thank you for listening, man. Um, I'm, I want to do this thing where like when I sign off, it's like, I do it in my journals. Like when I, like when I sign off, I use LVM and for the, and I also like for those, the audio listeners, uh, I have LVM tatted on my, on my left hand where my thumb is at. Um, so LVM means losses value more. So, um, every time, every, every, everything ain't in, in life. Things ain't a loss in my eyes. It's a lesson, you know. You you pick yourself up from them, and you keep going. So that's what I'm doing with this podcast. That's what I'm doing with my YouTube channel. Just being creative, um, learning, making mistakes, and cleaning them up. Um, everything that I do is just gonna be a lesson, a lesson to learn. I love learning. Um, just not in a school platform. I just don't. <laughs> Uh, 24 years, 24 years, 24 hard, long years of college. Well, not just college, but just school in general. But, um, yeah, man, this is the first podcast. We just scratching the surface with this joint. But, um, yeah, back to LVM. Uh, that's what I'm gonna, that's what I'm gonna use my, as my sign off. Like, you know, yada, yada, LVM, peace. Uh, sound like that. But um, I'm going to wrap this podcast up, man. I, if you got to this far, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, weekly uh, drops on the podcast. Um, I might upload it twice a week, depending on what kind of content I got going on for that week. 
But um, if you really made it this far, I really want to thank you for really listening to me. I know my voice may sound weird, or if you're one of my friends, um, we're going to have a good time with this. Um, we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some laughter. We might cry on this show. But, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, and I will see you in the next episode.